A few minutes later, I headed back into the living area. General Graham and Bree Stetson Graham will be arriving tomorrow with their children. Bree will be helping me with the secret hush-hush project I have been working on with my mom and the president. I sank into a nearby chair and expressed, Thank you for your faith in me, Ace. Ace moved into the seat next to me and whispered, How can I help? I shook my head. I just have to wait this out because eventually it is going to come out about why I had to do what I had to do, why I had no choice in the matter. I felt Fireball's eyes hot on my neck from his seat on the couch, but I didn't turn around. I held my stomach and felt it about to turn over. Excuse me, I exclaimed, then stood up and ran down the hallway and into the facilities. I barely made it before my breakfast spewed into the commode. I think she is really sick, I heard Ace tell Fireball. My stomach overturned again. The guilt of breaking up her family is eating her up, he returned. Blackmailing Nate into taking in that. Peek has been vehemently against taking in any more children, Ace countered, because she didn't want to make waves with Jag. She calls taking in children her addiction. Something changed that. She is acting like a woman on a mission. Something about this feels urgent. I seriously think someone needs to be in her corner because she's on the verge of drinking again, and I fear she won't stop this time. There is just so much she can take before she shuts down completely. My stomach emptied several more times before I laid my head on the floor. She didn't know how right she was, knowing there was real alcohol on board. Could he be right? Could it be the stress of breaking up my family? Maybe I shouldn't do this. Perhaps I should tell Aunt Maddie no. I should just stop putting my family through this. I felt my stomach sicken again. I straightened and vomited several more times. I called Dr. Weinhardt, explaining the situation. She promised to be there shortly. I collapsed onto the tiles. A dark-skinned man with a look that made him appear constipated all the time sat next to me in the facilities. He lifted my head and kissed my temple. It is going to be okay. I understand why you are hesitating on adopting her. I know you are looking for other suitable families, but this child is not someone else's. She is yours and Nate's. You know that. Cougar, I will lose everything if I do that, I said, looking up into his pure blue eyes. By everything, you mean Jaguar. This is part of your purpose, part of your makeup. You rescue people as an agent, as a commander, and as a mother. You went through 18 years of hell, and you are determined to rescue as many people as possible. Your husband thinks he is saving you from your addiction. He is preventing you from being you. He brushed the hair out of my eyes and whispered, it's a variant of the same virus that was aboard a few months ago. Harley isn't human. She is an indigoid child, and she is inadvertently projecting her emotions onto you. Like Alex? Is that why I am so emotional? He nodded and insisted, not everything is as it seems. Look into Judge Valentine's past, find out what she is hiding, and how it connects to the EO slash GIO, and the President and the Torch Project. Everything is connected, isn't it? I questioned as he grabbed my hand on his cheek. He brought it to my lap and squeezed it. Then he nodded, he told me, the evidence you need is hidden in both the rubble of the hospital on Polo 8 and in the hospital itself. Let Bree and Graham help. They are concerned about you and your father. I am so disappointed in Fireball though. He saw me put up my hand to protest. No, he knows you better than that, and is siding with a person he doesn't like without pausing to verify the facts. You are being too hard on him, I expressed, studying his hard jawline and thick dark hair. 
I still remembered the smell of his cigars mixed with vodka as we danced at the C-sharp night after night. He shook his head and returned, I don't think so. The C-sharp family has each other's backs. Even if this were your addiction, you stood by him during his addiction several times. He stood by you during your drinking and cutting why not this? And the way he shut down Asa's medical fostering idea in front of people is disturbing. She needs this. He's got his own problems with his mother shooting herself and his sisters being on board, the pregnancy, Milano and the engagement. Again he shook his head and decided, not all is as it seems. The migraines and the fatigue are the mutation of the virus. Everyone is arriving tomorrow Brie, General Graham, Brett and your new crew members. Get some rest and stop being so hard on yourself. I release you from our promise. One drink once in a while won't hurt anything. Then he disappeared. I set you up in your bedroom in your quarters, Amanda told me as I came to. You are highly contagious. It's a variant of the virus we experienced a few months ago. Anyone who has been around you has been exposed. I'm having the rest of the family wear masks around you and Harley. General Graham and his family will be arriving tomorrow. I need their help on a project for the president, I advised her, watching the Barbie-looking android. Is it possible to fit them and Lieutenant Thornhart with protective gear, so they can interact with me without becoming infected? Too bad we couldn't figure how to create personal force fields. Amanda twisted her mouth, then insisted, I like that idea. Maybe it could be a project for Major Ryan. However, in the meantime, we will outfit them in normal protective suits. I think it would be an excellent idea for them and the rest of your family as well. I pulled myself into an upright position, despite her protests. Why don't we just outfit me with it, so I don't transmit the virus? Then everyone else doesn't have to change their routine. That makes sense, Amanda agreed, then countered, I know I am not going to prevent you from working, but you need to rest. I have seen this virus take down some very strong, tough men and women. I smirked, then determined, I'll take that as a challenge. You were pretty sick and dehydrated, Amanda revealed, moved to the diet monitor and fiddled with the buttons. Your temperature has come down, and your stomach seems to have settled. She walked to the doors and called over her shoulder. I will get that protective clothing for you. Thank you, I returned, watching her leave. I told Chip, call President Ashton. A few seconds later, I heard Teresa Avila, Aunt Maddie's personal assistant, White House. Hello, Teresa, it's Colonel Masters. Could you have the president and my mother call me back? Hold on for the president. Jessa, your mother and I are both here. What's going on? I have the new variant of the virus, but it is not going to stop me. We are going to outfit me in protective gear to prevent me from spreading it any further, I advise them. Like anything could stop you, mom responded. You are too much like your father and me. How is he? I suspect he's been drinking for a while. He didn't know about Ambassador and General Keene, I started, I put the pillows in the small of my back. He forcefully dragged me into a room to explain to me that this child was a part of a custody hearing. I reached for my Quan pad someone said on the nightstand. Ace, I suspected. He has never dragged me anywhere. The fact he has real alcohol aboard, well, it is tempting. I'm calling for permission.